Good day, this is Revel, and you are listening to Rockin' Radio. My guest today is raw food advocate, author, and speaker, Matt Monarch. Hi, Matt. Hey. Wow, this is in studio. I love in studio. I get to look at him as I talk. He's a cutie. <laughs> For timeline clarity, today is June 24th, 2008, so don't be confused by events mentioned on this program. Matt, you know, it's it's been exactly a year since our last conversation. Wow, to the day? Well, tomorrow will be, well, <laughs> yeah, the day we're recording this, yeah. Uh, it'll be one more day, June 20th, 2007. And I think a lot has happened for you in the last year, yeah? Yep. You, give us a, a quick rundown, and we'll we'll pick out a few and get into them in detail. Of what's happened over the last year? Yes, sir. Um, I've been speaking all over the world, and um, as many people know, I'm getting married mm-hmm. to Angela Stokes, another raw food advocate and author. Yeah, and actually she's on rock and radio as well. I just interviewed her a while back. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You just came back from Australia. Australia, New Zealand, and Thailand. Whoa. Yeah. Very different, uh, what am I thinking, very different cultures. Yes, definitely. Now, what was what, what's your reception in these places where they, you know, I mean, they're kind of cold countries except for, I guess, Thailand and... Raw food in these places. Well, it was it was quite amazing because we it's like we have a perpetual summer because when it's winter here, it's summer there. So we got the hot summer months all year round this year. Um, yeah, I've never had a problem traveling and finding raw food. There's, I mean, it's everywhere. It grows on the trees. It's in every grocery store you can possibly imagine. And there's actually pretty good raw food market out in. Australia and New Zealand. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are into this type of lifestyle. It's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. I was surprised when I was in Denmark. A similar thing. We found right in a little little city called Aarhus, which is where my husband's from, and lots of um, health food store. Where we found a lot of organic food. Yeah. It was amazing, but most of it's trucked in because they ship out all their food. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's like you've got all this food here, folks, but it's a cold country, too, most of the time. So how does heat and travel affect you physically? I actually love the heat. Um, it is burning outside today. Uh-huh. I don't wear, do the air conditioner. I just let myself sweat and get the toxins out. It feels great. Um, I like I like to drink celery juice, as that will just keep me going all day long. Norman Walker talks about that. If you drink celery juice, you can handle heat without a problem. Okay. I'm writing that one down because it is 104 degrees up here today. And I went outside, and I sat in it, and it was just like sitting in a uh, in a sauna. Yeah. But it's, it's a very dry heat. It's not a wet sauna. It's a very dry heat sauna, and it wasn't that bad, actually. And we just turned the uh, air conditioner on here just because uh, we have everything closed off. We won't be able to breathe. Why am I sounding so strange today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a question for you. I've, I'm on quite a few forums. And people who go raw and who have been raw for a while find that they've got hair loss, teeth issues, joint pain, etc. What causes that? I mean, we're eating more nutrients than we ever have in our life. Right. <clears throat> I mean, there's a thousand and one variables going on in the human body at one time, so it could be many, many factors. 
um, there's a lot of confusion when someone goes 100% raw. Um, they go through a lot of detoxification, and it is an ongoing thing, and it needs to be taken care of. And I mean, it's a whole entire. I mean, that's kind of what I get into with raw success. Um, when your body, when there's a lot of poisons within your body, absorption it really isn't that great. And to be honest with you, when we eat raw food, solid food, if it's not in a blended state or a juice state, it's pretty much just acting as a broom. And practically all the nourishment, Norman Walker says, is utilized in digesting that food. And very little of it goes in the regeneration of our tissues, glands, and cells. So um, I feel that the two key things here for people to do on a regular basis is to cleanse the colon, to remove all these poisons, and to drink vegetable juice regularly to keep replenishing the vitamins and minerals because that's the true way um, we get it. Norman Walker says a, a, a raw food diet is deficient without the vegetable juices, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, just, I, I read that in here, and, and Norman Walker is one of my very, very first teachers. I've got all his books. That's cool. Yeah, I, I love the guy because he keeps life simple, and he keeps raw food and health very, very, very simple. Yeah. But you mentioned colonics, and I know how good they are for people, yet people will say that they're not natural. What's your response to that? Um, people will say juicing is not natural either because you have to, like, it's not in its natural state. Um, I mean, I work with Dr. Fred Bishi. He's been on a raw food diet for 50 years. He helps heal people from degenerative diseases on a daily basis. He's a Ph.D. in nutrition, and that's what he does for a living. Um, helping people with deathly degenerative diseases. And there have been times where he just slightly improved someone's diet, just barely, and they were willing to do a lot of colonic irrigations, and that alone allowed them to heal. That just shows the power of them. I'm not really into the whole philosophy of like natural hygienists, like you can't do this or you can't do that. I just see what works and what's very beneficial. Um, I would like to talk about um, why the raw food diet is so cleansing, if you would like. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the more you leave out of your diet completely, the further you take it to a cleaner state, the more you're going to cleanse. Um, for example, when you go on a water fast, it's very cleansing. You're out for the count. You should be closing your eyes and sleeping as you just heal if you do it for more than like three days. Um, and the reason why this happens is because you're eliminating everything from your diet but just water. And now if you look at the raw food diet, you're pretty much eliminating everything from your diet but water-based foods, which is raw food, you know, plus some concentrated nuts and seeds. And if you look at it in this aspect, it's like going on a lifelong fast. And this is like the most biggest misconception, like a, a why a lot of people don't succeed on the 100% raw food diet is because they're going to be cleansing. At first, it's a, a massive amount they cleanse, but seriously, they're going to be cleansing for the rest of their life. It's really like going on a lifelong fast. But they're also rebuilding because they're getting more nutrients. Yes, they are rebuilding their body. They're cleaning up. They're, they're becoming more efficient biological organisms to where they need less food to maintain. Um, but from all the years and years of poor eating, of continually putting standard American diet food into our beings, and even our ancestors and their ancestors were doing it, um, our cells have been like growing and expanding with all this waste in our system. And when you start eating things that cause less waste, such as the raw food diet, there's not so much pressure against the cells. So now they have the ability to actually contract and just give off this waste. And um, that's what detoxification is. And 
ironically, I mean, well, check this out. The longer you've been raw, there's actually a direct correlation with how long you've been raw and how sensitive you are to certain things like old, like the food, toxins in the environment mm-hmm. and food choices that we used to eat. They're more damaging, like a hamburger. If I had have a hamburger, I'd probably end up in the hospital, while most people out on the street could probably have two hamburgers. Or more. Yeah. And Fred, he's been on a raw food diet for f- like 50 years. He's so clean to where if he were to eat a hamburger, he's seriously the same amount he ate as I ate. He probably would. I'm pretty sure he would die. How old is Fred now? He's 80. 80? Yeah. Um, how, why, why do you think people now, since I've been eating more and more raw, I feel that the reason I used to eat as much as I did was because my body was trying to get nutrients out of the food. Does that make any kind of sense? Because it was like sometimes I wasn't hungry. And I would still eat, but now I eat to satisfaction nutritionally and uh, filling-wise. Like you were saying, you don't eat as much food, but people act like they're just dumping all this food into themselves, even if it's raw. You, you, are you just talking about raw food eaters that continually eat? Yeah. When they, for, yeah. When they begin, they feel like, you know, they talk about eating disorders and they claim they're still right. doing what they did Previously, only they're now doing it with raw food. Okay. Um, when I first went raw, I mean, I was eating a lot. I mean, I only had two meals a day, but when I ate, I mean, I would seriously do three avocados in one meal. Mm-hmm. David Wolf talked about doing like eight or nine avocados in one meal, and a lot of people. And the reason why someone could get away with something like this in the beginning is because it's a better diet than what they used to eat. When you eat less food, this is like you, you become younger. The less kinds and quantities of food you eat, like the more harder it is on the system, the more, less waste is produced by those foods, um, the more you're going to cleanse. And <clears throat> it takes a while to catch up with what you're doing. Seriously, when I went 100% raw, I ate like three huge avocados every single night. And I did that for like four or five years. And then what happened after four or five years... I, every time I did that, I'd wake up in the morning with a runny nose and I had no energy. It's mm-hmm. like my body caught up with what I was doing finally. Okay. So now I had to lower my intake. So what happens is the longer you've been raw, you just evolve to need less and less food as the years go by because you're, you're, you're just cleaning out. You're cleaning out. It's like going on a lifelong fast and you just get rid of these toxins. And the less toxins that are in your system, the less you need to absorb and stuff like that. And the reason why Fred is so sensitive is because he's been detoxing for 40 years, and that's why those other foods aren't good anymore. In my book, Raw Success, I go into the details. It's called the blood gas theory of exactly what's happening on a cellular level. Okay, because I, I think this is – I've been reading this, and it's fascinating. And it answers a lot of questions a lot of raw foodists have about what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. Why, when they eat raw, are they getting gas and bloat? bloat? Yeah. And how long will it last? But, I mean, that, the answer to that, of course, it's individual, yeah? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm still getting gas, to be honest with you. It's, we're gas beings, and then the raw foods are so powerful. They're just – I mean, I have – the blood gas theory goes in depth with this. Um, yeah, I mean, when you, met, when you become, like, really refined and the cleaner you become, the less margin for error there is and the more gas could be produced over le- little amounts of foods and – yeah, you become very sensitive to that sort of thing. 
<laughs> okay, so anyway, we'll be back in a moment with Matt Monarch, and his website is rawspirit.org. Hi, and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. Please take time to check out my websites, revelations.com, where you can sign up for my weekly revelations. When you do, you'll receive my latest ebook, 10 Most Asked Questions About Raw Foods, find out about my teleclasses or my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and smoothies and smoothies for life, and also books and products I recommend. To find my podcast, including this one, you can go to revel.com, two V's and two L's. We're working on another site, rawretreat.com where we'll be listing all the places you can find raw retreats, other raw happenings, products I recommend, and best raw sites around and more. Check out myspace.com slash rockinradio. Um, my guest today is Matt Monarch. We're talking about his book, Raw Success, the Key to 100% Raw Vegan Longevity. And we're just talking about being bloated and gassy. That's what everybody talks about on the radio, I'm sure. <laughs> Welcome, Matt. Welcome, Matt. I'm glad you could come by. Me too. Okay. Um, let me ask you something. One of the biggest things I hear from people, now, you are a traveler. You're speaking all the time. You're, you're all over the place. A lot of what you're doing is going someplace and finding food that's available for you. But the biggest thing I have for people who work, or the biggest question, juicing, smoothies, food prep, movement, etc. who has time for all this? <laughs> um it's all about what's the most important thing to you um it's i mean i i don't really take much time in food prep i, I remember i was working um at my place um in ojai that's where my shipping department is and i had at the time like five years ago i had someone who um worked for me that was on the standard american diet and they asked me to go to get this to the fast food place to just get a burrito I was waiting in line. I couldn't believe it. It took like 10 minutes. I could have made like three salads, two appetizers. <laughs> no. I mean, it's real simple. I always eat this practically all the time. I just take like a head of romaine lettuce. I take a leaf off. I'll take an avocado, scoop some avocado in the romaine leaf, throw maybe cut up some tomatoes, put that in there, and dulse like a seaweed, and I just wrap it up and eat it. I eat that every oh. night. It takes three seconds. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, yeah. you know, once you look at it, it's really simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the things I tell people is, you know, make a whole blender full of smoothie. Sure. And you've got something to drink all day long, and then when you come home, you'll have something to drink, and you'll be able to make a an intelligent choice about what to have for dinner. Sure. Now, you said you were eating three very huge avocados at night. What did you do the rest of the day? <laughs> that was when I first started. Now right. I can't, I do like a half an avocado at the most. Um, but I do a couple vegetable juices per day. And yes, that does take time, but the benefits of them are far worth it. It's, it's quite amazing. Um, but during the day, maybe I'll um, blend a couple apples, and then, the, you know those dried mulberries? They just taste like caramel. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. I'll just throw like four to six ounces inside the applesauce I just made, and I would let it just sit there like for maybe four hours while it soaks up the apple juice from right. the applesauce, and I put tahini and cinnamon in it like three tablespoons of tahini or even more. And I'll just let that like sit for a little bit. Um, and that just tastes amazing. That's like an example of like the, it tastes really good. <laughs> Do you recommend that somebody, now I know, I know you know Phil McCluskey. Yeah. Um, 
I just did an interview with him, which will be up next week after yours. And he said when he started, now Phil was 400 pounds when he started, went 100% immediately. And his thing was he didn't concern himself with food combining or anything else. His his whole thing was uh, just to eat whatever he could eat as long as it was raw, just to stay on the food program. Sure. Do you agree with that for most people? Or does that matter? Does that Well, in the beginning, that could work. Um, but later on, you're going to become cleaner and cleaner. Your body's going to demand you to eat less or you're not going to be feeling well. But like I said before, I was eating three avocados and you could get away with that because it's a better diet than you used to eat. Um, I was at a lecture once. I wasn't the one speaking. And there was this man who lost 50 pounds and was healing from degenerative diseases on a raw diet. And um, he raises his hand and confesses to everybody, I eat a jar of almond butter every day and then I pass out. Oh, my God. And I was really impressed with what was said to him. They said, the, the lecturer goes, he said, look at you. You lost 50 pounds. You're healing from degenerative diseases. Big deal. You eat a jar of almond butter every day and you get sleepy from the fat. At some point, you're going to gain responsibility to get full benefit of the raw food diet. And, you know, I'm sure just as I'm not eating those three avocados anymore, this guy isn't either. Um, In terms of food combining, food combining is really important for people that are on a cooked food diet because, like, the, you know, animal protein and starches are just – that's just – horrible for the digestive system but if you're eating it a lot of raw food eaters what they do is they overeat but if you're eating in moderate quantities all raw foods can go together i mean you might get a little bit more gas if you mix the fat with the fruit but as long as you're doing it in moderate quantities that's key the thing that most people is not the food combinations that are when people are raw i'm seeing it all the time raw food eaters they eat a meal and before that digests they eat again that's the food combining that needs to stop that's just a digestive nightmare. You're just there's food being digested. You throw more in it while it's already in that process, and massive fermentation can take place when that happens. So that's um, why I like to tell people that's the key. Okay, because people have been asking, you, do you graze or do you eat? Stop for a few hours and then eat again because a lot of people do graze, and I've, I've been a grazer. Right. Well, if you um. I eat two times a day, so I try to make my meals a little bit more substantial. If you're eating small, small meals, like a celery stick here or something, <laughs> then um, it's going to digest quicker. Sure. You know? So you could probably eat more meals if you're just doing little bits. But I'm the type of guy who likes to wait and then eat a meal and then just wait again. But you're, say, you're saying you eat two meals a day, but what about the juicing and stuff? Does that go on in between? Because it just goes right through pretty quickly, right? Yeah, it takes like 10 minutes to digest. First thing in the morning, there's nothing there, so absorption is best. So I like to um, drink my vegetable juice then, and then I wait like you know, an hour or so, and um, I'll eat. And then when that's completely digested, I'll drink another vegetable juice, and then I'll just eat later. Okay, so it's not like you're not having any nourishment other than the two meals, you're still getting nourishment throughout the day. Yeah, and we really need less food than you think and nourishment than you think. It's it's pretty quite profound. And to be honest with you, I mean, I've never really said this before on, on the air or anything, but those meals that you're, we're eating, I mean, there's nourishment there, but that's not where we're getting them. If you're doing the green smoothies or the vegetable juice, that's where you truly get the nourishment. And that's like where you get your vitamins and minerals. You won't run into marginal deficiencies if you do that on a daily basis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, acid alkaline balance, how important important is that? <clears throat> sure. There's a lot, I feel there's a lot of confusion amongst this too. Yep. Um. Okay, so 
a lot of people are like, oh, is this food going to alkalinize my system? Da, 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 da. Okay, so homeostasis is where is there's homeostasis alkalinity is one of the homeostasis processes no matter what you eat your body is going to bring your ph as close to that mid 7.4 as possible um and what happens is you could either give you could either make it easy on your body by eating alkaline foods and keeping yourself clean through clonics and drinking vegetable juice or you can do the other route be not sleeping much eating a cooked food diet, and your body's got to work to get to that 7.4 space. So it's always trying to get there. And the more you work your body, and, you know, the quicker you're going to age and, and stuff like that. So, the, you know, the key is to be good to your body and your alkalinity will easily go into place. What happens is what some people, they continually treat their body so horribly to where the body can't make it to that mid-space the 7.4, so this is when disease results. Mm. And it's more than just this. There's um, blood glucose, like insulin, and um, that's another process of homeostasis. And body temperature is another process of homeostasis. And, you know, alkalinity is just one of them. Phew. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it sounds like when you, when you talk about it like this, it sounds like there's a lot, but it's really quite simple, isn't it? Yes. It's just to eat well and put in food that nature's made for us to eat. Movement, how much How much movement do you do? I mean, do you really get out and do some exercise or is that just part of the, I don't know, what What, what do you do actually? Um, I like to run and do yoga and I really like, I mean, I've been, over, I'm, I've been a raw food eater for eight years and I've been doing it massively since I've been a raw food eater. Every once in a while, like, um, I'll start writing a book or something, and I'm on the computer constantly, and I might fall behind. But I eat a little less food, and it's okay. I mean, I, I mean, you, if you're a raw food eater and you're not overeating and you're systematically undereating, just needing enough food to maintain, then you, you could get away with very little exercise. I've gone, like, probably a year with – or probably, like, let's say five months without exercising, and then I could just get up and run five miles without a problem. I mean, wow. yeah, it's yeah. pretty interesting. But but movement is needed for the lymph. Yeah, of course, it's great. It's great if if you're eating very little food, your body is very efficient, and you know, I mean, so you don't have as much trash to get rid of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with Matt Monarch, and we're going to get a little bit uh, intimate here. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, welcome back to Rockin' Radio. This segment of Rockin' Radio is sponsored by MyPodcastExpert.com, where they offer teleclasses and paid webinars, so you can learn how to do what I do for a minimal cost. You'll learn the layperson's way of doing it with no background needed. If you want to get your name out there as an expert in your field, create and sell product, meet great people, and just have fun, please check out MyPodcastExpert.com. Tell them you heard about it from Revel on Rockin' Radio. Check out my new clothing line, cafepress.com slash revelations. That's with two V's and two L's. This segment is also brought to you by Raw Spirit Festival. Come discover ancient wisdom and the latest findings from the greatest minds and healthy eco-living. You can go to the link on rockinradio.com. I believe you are going to be there, aren't you? I am going to be there. All righty. Uh, I is, going, is Matt Monarch. And his website is rawspirit.org. And he's got a couple books out. The latest one, Raw Success, the Key to 100% Raw Vegan Longevity. This is a different line than anybody else I have ever read. I mean, I get a lot. I've got over 50 raw books. 
And uh, this one definitely goes in a different direction than anybody else's. I suggest you get it. Go to with the link on rockinradio.com. All right, let's get personal. All right. All right, you got engaged. When are you getting married? Um, we're not sure yet because we're bringing her. She can't even get in the country right now. Oh, still, she's still having that issue. Actually, yesterday we got something in the mail, and it's I'm supposed to. It's taking it to the next step. Where this is like, um, I'm supposed to submit some evidence now. Like but you can support her. Yeah, pictures and receipts of engagement rings and um, plane tickets and stuff like that just to prove that we've been together. In wow. the last two years, and so I got plenty of that stuff, and then it should be happening soon. She could come in. It's gonna be great. okay. So you're going to get married here in the states? Yes, we That's have we have to get married within 90 days after she steps foot on U.S. soil. Wow. We'll talk about that after because I I also married somebody from out of the country, but the deal was to marry him in Denmark. Ah. And we got it done. We met in October. We got it done the following August that fast. Oh. Yeah, we talked to her about that, too. Okay, so now we know what's happening with Angela and Matt. Will she be able to come to Raw Spirit Festival? I see her name on there. I think so. Oh, yeah? So she yeah. can come in just to... Well, no, I think she'll be available. I think this process is almost over, and she'll be in any day now. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um, your parents. We talked about your parents a year ago. What's happening with them? Okay, so my mom is on Dr. Fred Bichy's Intermediate Diet. That's a great diet because... Um, remember, it's what you don't eat that heals you. It's actually more important what you don't eat than what you actually eat. And you, you don't need to be 100% raw to be healthy. You don't have to take to such an extreme. And, you know, Dr. Fred Bishi, he uses his intermediate diet to help heal people from degenerative diseases. And two years ago, my mom went on this diet. And I've been out of the country for six months. And um, when I got back... I mean, every, everyone else in my family sees her on a daily basis, so they didn't see it. After a year and a half of being on this diet, I left for six months and I came back, and I could sense that she was becoming younger still. She was looking more beautiful. It was almost like this Barbie doll face. It, it was quite amazing. Um, and this is just an intermediate diet. I mean, when you eat less kinds and quantities of food that damage you, you become younger. Um, so, yeah. That's, That's actually my... the name of Norman Walker's book, Become Younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And explain a little bit about what you don't eat. Sure. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many diets out there today, such as the Zone Diet, the Macrobiotics Diet, the South Beach Diet, and they all claim to get results. And, you know, they say people are healing from degenerative diseases and people are losing weight. And they actually, a lot of the time, do get results. And there's one common denominator, and that's all. They all leave certain foods out of their diets completely without any exception. And the reason why the raw diet is the best diet is because you're eliminating everything from your diet and only keeping in the good stuff. It's more important what you don't eat than what you actually eat. Mm -hmm. So I like to break down the foods into the following food groups. We've got animal protein, refined sugar, processed starches, dairy, and raw food. So if we understand that what you leave out of your diet completely without any exception is the way to ultimate health, then obviously we want to leave out the foods that are the most damaging. And um, from a moral standpoint, we want to get rid of the animal protein, no doubt. Mm -hmm. From a, what's more damaging to the body scientifically, it's the refined sugars and the processed starches. Those are the two most damaging foods out there. And that's what all those diets do. And that's simply the secret. 
And then also they usually leave out the red meat and the cow's pasteurized milk because that's one of the most mucus-forming foods on the planet. And if you could just do those things and without any variation from that diet, I mean, you'll just start healing miraculously. So baked potatoes are bad, huh? Well, on Fred's Intermediate Diet, there are some processed starches in there that are wheat and gluten-free. And a baked potato, as long as you don't mix it with the animal protein, you've got to eat them completely separately, and you're not throwing trans fatty acid stuff on it, um, you, you, you can do. It's wheat and gluten-free. It's natural. Um, quinoa, millet, those types of whole food grains cooked, mm-hmm. wheat and gluten-free. There's actually wheat and gluten-free pasta, and one brand is Tinky Auto Pasta. I've seen that. And if you want to take it to the next level even more, you get rid of all the starches. And you can do steamed vegetables, nuts, seeds. So that, that's the intermediate diet's a good step in transitioning to going 100% raw if somebody wants to do that. Sure. And they could also stay on that diet for the rest of their lives and be degenerative disease-free and happy if they don't want to go to such an extreme. The, the, the number one reason why I'm so extreme and going on a 100% raw food diet is because when you do something like this, you become more in tune, receptive machines to that spiritual energy <laughs> yes <laughs> and that's why um i do it i mean before i went raw i never had a spiritual path i didn't even know you could pop i didn't even know it existed i didn't even know you could you could do it mm. and so when i went 100 percent raw it just automatically threw me into it i started getting like vibration coming through my body I started researching and I started learning about meditation and things like that. And my body just, I can't believe what I feel. It's crazy. It's quite crazy. I wish i wish we were on uh, like a camera here because you should see how lit up Matt is right now. He's just <laughs> so lit up. His eyes, everything changed just when he was talking about that. But we're going to talk about your dad. How's your dad doing? Um, my dad is good. So I left for six months and, okay, so my dad lost 50, 60 pounds, and um, he has gained 25 pounds back, and my dad is the type of person who is not going to make food, and he's not going to do anything. So he understands that he wants to be healthy, and so what happened was I came here a week and a half ago back to the States, California, and I stayed at his house for two days, and I made it to where he can do an intermediate diet without having to do do anything. For example, we go to Whole Foods and we get these packaged salads and with, you know, there's some chicken in there. Sure. And um, so he just buys like six of those for the week or seven of those. He eats one a day. I send him raw food from the shipping department that, of my business. Um, he, since he's not going to vegetable juice, I made this huge green food powder. I took a 64-ounce jar I put half green food in there, <clears throat> really strong green food, and I also put half enzymes in there. <laughs> it's gonna those enzymes when you take them on an empty stomach, they go into the metabolic process of the body, and they're very beneficial to you. And so um, he's going through massive healing and regeneration right now, and he doesn't even know it probably. Um, but also, what I tell him to do, I I would never recommend this to anybody, but my father. Um, I tell him to buy the flash, the pasteurized apple juice from Whole Foods, and I just tell him to put the green food inside of that because that will help alkalinize the system. The great thing about the vegetable juice is it alkalinizes your system. It's like electrically charged. And for some reason, those blended drinks, which are great and you could get away with those, 
And like the green foods, they don't have that electrical charge. And it's just juices are a very powerful thing. It's one of the best things you can do to your body. So my dad is on the intermediate diet and he's getting nourishment in the best way I can make it happen. And he doesn't have to do much. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still even what he's doing with the with the apple juice and everything else. It's still better than the sad standard mm-hmm. American diet and what most people or other most other people are doing. Yeah, and That's he's fun. eliminating all that junk. That's the key there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I know that just people going on a plant based diet. How many people have healed? And how many people have helped? You know, doctors have helped people heal, yeah. and um, made a major difference. So. Matt, where are you going to? Uh, where are you going now? <laughs> well, I just when I flew back from Thailand, I went to the New York and I, I did the Raw Food Yoga Expo. Um, that was a lot of fun. And um, I'm back in California, probably for another. I have to do some jury duty service on <laughs> June 30th, and then I'm going back to New York, and um, I'm probably going to be there for like a month. Is that the Vibrant Living Expo? No, I'm meeting with Dr. Fred Bishi. He's gonna. I need to like. I want to learn about like certain things like IBS and Crohn's disease. Okay, and good. To, yeah. yeah, people want to hear about that. Yeah. So, um, so but you do have Vibrant Living Expo in August. Yeah, is that Fort Bragg? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Okay. Uh, in September, you're going up to Canada. Simply yeah. Raw Simply Festival. Simply Raw Festival. Yeah. And then Sedona in September. Yep. And out to London and also in September. Whoa, you're busy in September. Yeah, that just – I just put that on today. You're really up with it. <laughs> hey, you know, that's why I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> Matt, I thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Because yeah, it's, it's so rare that we get somebody in the studio. I love it. And um, I'm sure our listeners will be very – very happy to hear some of the things you said because I, I think you've cleared up a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Thank you. You're very welcome. If you would like to advertise on or sponsor this program, please contact me at spillyourbeans at rockandradio.com. My engineer is Bo Astrup. I'm Rebel Revity saying remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. 